Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Wow, a ton of people listened to our last our last week's episode, looks like. What was the number? Let me see the number. 67. Whew. But listen to this. It says, hey, AY2K, you have 400 plays in the last seven days. How about that? I, so think, they're, let me I see. think they're yanking our chain. You think that they're not giving us appropriate numbers? Yeah. I mean, I can look and see what people listen to. I mean, and, on the last uh, episode, it wouldn't be so bad. It would just be a lot nicer if there was like two more. It says in the last seven days, our top tracks are pretty much our most recent ones. Yeah. So it's. I think uh, mainly what it is is people are trying to get caught back up. Because you got 67, are there too many TV shows? Episode uh, 159 the week before, 15 listens this past week, is Life a Simulation. Uh, so, I mean, you've still got good numbers. Jeans have gotten tight. Our Blinding Lights parody is doing okay. Is it? Uh, What's Poppin' was listened to seven times. The AY2K Star Wars special from back on Christmas uh, is, is still being listened to. So people are just getting caught back up, it looks like. So anyways, uh, we're already rolling, right? I so, don't know. Well, and you know what? Here we go. Ready? What's going on, all you need to know fans? My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. This is all you need to know. If you were looking for this, you've come to the right spot. If you were not looking for this, just stay tuned, and maybe you'll like just what we have. Just for a minute. But uh, we've, got a, we've got a really interesting episode today. Usually, DJ and I come up with the topic together. And I thought, hey, it would be fun if maybe, maybe here for a little bit, I come with the topic, and DJ doesn't know about it. Or maybe DJ brings right. the topic, and I don't know what it is. And so mm-hmm. it, it kind of gives some some spon- spontaneous moments, mm. or the possibility of spon- spon- spontaneity? Is that, or spon- spon- is that? Spon- spontaneity. Spontaneity. So it gives yeah. the possibility of spontaneity. Uh, DJ, you're the English major, so right. you should, I think you got it right. But yeah. that's what we're going to do this week, and we're going to see how it works. And I think that's going to be really fun. Because uh, usually we put it up on the poll and and then we we put up the ideas and then mm. the people choose, which is always mm-hmm. nice. And I love we love fan interaction here at All You Need to Know. Right. I did think, however, that it would be fun for maybe one of us to be surprised every once in a while. So right. that's what this episode one sixty one will be kicking off. Now, will we do this every week? Probably not, but mm. it will be fun. I think. So, mm-hmm. DJ, before we get started. Why don't you go ahead and tell people how this podcast works? All you need to know. We've been doing this for three years. We've got a really nice website, theallyouneedtoknow.com. We've got the video segments that are going strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, not a lot of response, but it seems like people do like them. Uh, yeah. But go ahead. People, I think, kind of know how those work, the articles, the website, the video segments. But tell the people how this podcast works. Well, it works a lot like, uh, say... We are almost discovering new stuff, so I'd like I'd like to uh, I'd like to tackle say like we do it a lot like playing playing a guitar, right? Sure. And we learn how to play it. We learn the chords. We figure out the strumming pattern. Uh, we put the song together. We start putting the lyrics together. All right. But you know what? Something's still off. The last five percent. And you know what it is? 
It's the audience putting the capo on, changing the keys so that it all sounds right and it's all there. So you're saying that whenever we do the podcast, we're going for the simple things, right? Like the G chord. Mm. Or maybe the D chord. Mm. Mm -hmm. How about the C chord? Anybody like some C chords out there? Yeah. So we're going for I love the C chord. We're going for those chords. Mm -hmm. And then the audience, this is bad podcasting. Is the capo? I'm holding up a capo to DJ right now. Yes, you are. And yeah. so you can change, uh, I guess, the tune. You can change the the pace, and that's what the audience does. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good. Yep, that's pretty good. You you actually mentioned a little bit earlier that you were playing guitar more. Is that right? I, I yeah, I've been been trying to figure out uh, how to how to pick on the sixth string a little bit. Pick on the sixth string. Hey, finger picking is tough. You got to have mm. uh, some finger stamina and. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just hard to it's hard to keep it going for a very long time. Finger picking, finger guitar, picking good is. though. Yeah, finger picking good. So, DJ, this week, like I talked about, as I put my guitar back, uh, which kind of brought to mind for some reason the Beatles song "While My Guitar Gently Weeps," which is a fantastic song. Do you like that I'll have song? To go and, I, well, I'll have to go and, and give that one a listen. I don't know that I've heard that one. Oh, okay, definitely listen to that one. Maybe we'll listen. To, well, we won't listen to it today because you, you're gonna give the topic. So I think now is a good time, since you brought the topic to today's episode, you can go ahead and tell uh, the audience and myself what the topic is for today. So what, what are we talking about today? I'm excited. Uh, I thought you had it today. I thought that, I thought that's what we landed on was that you were going to do it this week. Oh, okay. So you thought I was... Oh, I sent you the message saying, make sure you pick a topic for this week right? so we can have something to discuss. I, okay. I thought I I didn't I don't think that I saw that one. I think I just saw the last one where we had talked about we were going to do it like this, but that I thought you were going to take the first one. I just assumed that you were going to take the first one. Okay, so definitely uh miscommunication. Even though I mm. I swear you sent me an email that said outline for episode and I wasn't going to open it until uh that was that what does that mean? Why why did you send me an email that says outline for episode if you don't know what we're talking about? Uh, let me it open up the just, email real quick. That was just uh like an outline for how we should start laying the episode oh, out blank. I, to my it's opinion blank. yeah yeah it's blank. No, it's okay. just, it okay. was just so <clears throat> all right well so we don't have a topic that's our yeah. thing we usually have a, yeah. we have something we need to talk about yeah we're already here though so I mean, we gotta you gotta gotta give the people what they want gotta put it out there right okay all right well he, here's an idea how about we mm-hmm. do a y and 2k's first Topicless episode. Mm-hmm. How about that? Hey, I love it. I love it. So, we could say episode one sixty one, the topicless episode. Mm, absolutely. Or you Sounds could great. even name it like a friends episode, where it's like episode one sixty one, the one where there's no topic. It's funny that you say that. I've got friends on in the background right now. Wow. So you are so dedicated to this podcast that you will watch something while we're doing it. Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent. Okay. Always got to well, be taken in as much as possible, Quinn. I'll disregard uh, that, and I guess we'll roll into today's episode, uh, episode 161, the topicless episode. Mm. All right, DJ, so we don't have a topic. It's the topicless yeah, episode. It's the topless episode. I love it. Topicless, not topicless. Oh. Oh, okay. I've misheard you this several times before. Though, I mean, 
you know, it's a podcast, so if we went topless, it probably wouldn't matter. But, yeah. uh, what do you, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, usually we have a, an outline, a, a, you know, a direction that we're kind of going along. Maybe we have train tracks. You, mm-hmm. I think we've mentioned that there before are no the tracks, baby. where we try to stay on the tracks. There are no tracks. So This is an I don't Elon know. Musk I mean, train. There... there are no tracks. We're just hauling rear end. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, is there anything? Holland Heine is what we're doing. Is there anything that you is on your mind that's fresh that you want to talk about? Yeah, snow. I'm sick and tired of the freaking snow, man. I'm. It's it's been way too cold. It's one thing for it to snow and it's like 20 or 25 degrees, and when you go out to build a snowman, you still break a sweat because you lather up in some clothes and whatnot. But then yeah. you get out there and you still break a sweat. But it was to the point where, like, if you broke a sweat while building a snowman, which, first of all, the snow wasn't any good to build a snowman on until about four days after it snowed. Right. But that's beside the point. Thing is, if you went outside to try to build a snowman when it was freaking 11 with the wind chill of negative four, mm-hmm. your your sweat was going to freeze on your face. I had At one point, uh, my girlfriend and I took a four-wheeler ride down the road from her house, and... When we got back to the house, I had ice in the corners of my mustache. Yeah, that like, get out of my face with that. Snow. We I think we've covered that already in a podcast, and it feels like a long time ago. I believe mm. I sat down with Isaac Bayer and did mm-hmm. that episode. Snow for me, my snow opinion, my mm-hmm. snow opinion mm-hmm. is I like it. I really do. Not all mm-hmm. the time, probably, but I do like the occasional snow and the one that kind of swept across the country here in February of 2021 mm-hmm. uh, was nice. It was a lot of snow, but like you said, it was very cold. The mm-hmm. only thing that I can can say and give a strong opinion about is I like the snow. I like to watch it fall. I like the way it looks. But once it starts to melt, I want it gone. I don't, I don't yep. want to see those big mounds of snow in parking lots. I don't mm-hmm. want to see... You know these icy little corners where mm-hmm. uh, it's it's been able to hide in the shadows from the sun. I don't want any of that. I just want it all eradicated, and I don't want to see it anymore after that. Mm-hmm. Now let me go ahead and continue with this by saying, the snow fell right, and I traveled for a golf tournament mm-hmm. to a more southern part of the United States. So at right. one point, the snow st- like it wasn't there. So I right. left. I left where I live, and there was a there was a six to eight inches of snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. I left, and then four days later, I come back, and the snow's gone. And I might have to start doing that every single time snow falls because it was perfect. I mean, yeah. there are still, like I said, those big ugly snow mounds uh, right. sitting in parking lots in grocery stores, but or not in grocery stores, but you know, outside of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I liked I liked that it was just gone because it wasn't a slow memory of how things slowly decline and then go away, right? Which that's a little mm-hmm. dark, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was just gone, and I was like, okay, that's I liked that. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, that w- that would be nice. Like, you talked about the snowman's been up. One thing that I was going to bring up and talk about today is this nice transition into it is uh, the the base of the snowman that I built the other day. Uh, is still there. Everything around it is still melted, but that one base that's probably yeah. about thigh high is still there and holding strong. Uh, which you, said, you know, you said thigh high, and thigh I, I would high, love to. Yeah. Co- I would love to continue to talk about snowmen mm-hmm. and women, snow women too. Mm-hmm. But right, right, right. Uh, 
Thigh High reminded me, for some reason, of the movie Sky High. Sky High. Oh, my God, what a great movie. Kurt Russell killed it in that movie. It's weird to think that Kurt Russell was in that movie. Uh, right. Let me see when that yeah. came out. You want to take any guesses? I'm going to say 2007. I am going to say, well, that's a pretty solid guess. I was, I'll, I'll go with 2005. It was 2005, yeah, Sky High. Oh, uh, suck it. It got 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Give me a break. Uh, Rot- Kurt you Russell know what? was I in can't... it. Yeah, Kurt Russell was in it. Absolutely, Kurt Russell was in it. And I don't know who played his wife, but she was smoking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying. I, like, I, it says even you can I watch it on, it's on Disney Plus. So. I like I actually, Sky High. D- I actually don't have Disney Plus. Really? Yeah. Well... We've talked we've talked enough about streaming services and television and stuff, yeah, so I don't think yep, we need to discuss yeah. that. But Sky High was a little before the whole superhero genre really kind of skyrocketed yeah. to kind of yeah. use Sky High, or yeah. I guess you could say it before was, the superhero genre went Sky High. It was there before then, I think. It was kind of a kids' bop version of X Men, but yeah, what are you gonna do? I think that. It really the the superhero craze as far as movies being successful in that in that little area really started with Iron Man, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, because that was phase that was the start of phase one of the Marvel universe. Two thousand eight, Iron Man came out in two thousand eight. Yeah, that I movie actually was, just watched that recently. That movie was incredible. Yeah, every now and then I'll go back and and watch them all. I'll get a new free trial from a made-up email for Disney+, Plus, and I'll go back, and in seven-day period, I'll go back and watch the whole Marvel Universe bit, and I always start mm-hmm. with the couple of the couple of Iron Mans that are there. Why do you think... Because the Marvel movies have been incredibly successful, and now, mm-hmm. now you're seeing TV series uh, mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe, and I think, well, there were already TV series that were kind of Marvel-associated, but these are considered in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. So, why do you think that... Marvel has been able to kind of corner the market and be successful, whereas the DC movies have not been as critically acclaimed. Uh, you know, I don't know about the Marvel versus DC. I think that the Marvel comics... I don't know. You, you With those movies, you hit a very wide range of people because you had people who were reading those comics as kids... And then keeping up with that throughout the years, and then they start making these movies. So you've got these adults and these middle-aged people that are interested in those Marvel movies. Plus, you're bringing in new kids that are just getting interested in all of this. And maybe not through okay. comics and stuff, but through the movies. And I don't know that DC really ever hit that stride. I don't feel like the Batman movies were pretty good, but other than that, like I haven't seen any of the Wonder Woman or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, and I don't think that those Batman movies with Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale even count because right. that that's yeah. not even part of like the DC it's a DC it's not, comic book character but it's not right. really associated with like a big story because Marvel is this huge story that everything yeah. interlocks and and yeah. the puzzle pieces fit together whereas DC I feel like you know they don't really know what they're doing that Joker you know movie what? with uh what, what's his face what's, what's uh, the Phoenix. guy's name Joaquin yeah. Phoenix Joaquin Phoenix that was that was that was incredible I was scared. I mean, it was while I watched it, while I watched it in the movie theater, I was concerned. It was and, it was a and, very and, real know, take. Pardon my French, but that was one of those where you walk out of the movie theater going, "What the? F-? 
did I mm. just watch? Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. So that's an interesting idea. What are some other movies where you wa- you would walk out of the theater and you said, "Oh my goodness, what just happened?" Sausage Party. Okay, Sausage Party. That yep. was a big one. That was one of those that was just like, I don't even understand. I'm so confused as to why I went and watched that and why that movie was made or who thought of that. Two movies come to mind. Three, actually. Okay. Whenever you walk out of the theater or maybe mm-hmm. you just finished watching it and you're like, wow, that was unreal. Number mm-hmm. one, The Departed. The end of The Departed yeah, is, that is, is crazy. It's crazy. Yep. You got Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg, Marky Mark. You got Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. You've got Jack Nicholson. You've got uh-huh. all of these really. Uh, Matt Damon was in it too. Matt right? Damon. That's I was about to. Say, I was trying to think of his name and I couldn't think of it. And I, Matt I won't Damon spoil is just anything. A, I mean, Matt Damon. I think is just a, a Dollar General version of uh, Mark Wahlberg. But what are you gonna do? Hey, I like I like Matt Damon. Hey, hey, I, I, Dollar General's actor. got some good stuff. The Martian was good. He was in the. He was the Martian, I guess. But yeah, but it was a knockoff of Interstellar. Come on. The Departed. Number two. This is confusing. Seven. With Brad Pitt. Yeah. What's in the box? And it's Morgan Freeman, right? Mm. Is that the other yeah. guy? Because I messed up the first time we talked about that, and I said it was. Yeah, but- I think Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, no, I think it's Morgan Freeman. And then it is. I think so. Yeah. 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 The third movie, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. I mean, I, I walked okay. out of the theater and I was like, "Holy, shit. what did yeah. what just happened?" I mean, and, and I mainly I mainly because I I think I walked in to watch Air Buddies. Uh, you know, like the Air Bud movies with the little dogs. Really? And they were called Air Buddies. Yeah. I think that's mainly why, because I walked in and I thought I was seeing Air Buddies, and then it you know it turns it out I, I watched the SpongeBob yeah. SquarePants movie. I that's love SpongeBob SquarePants, though. Hey, another one while you were talking about it that came to mind for me was Uncut Gems. I haven't seen that. I still oh haven't my seen that. Goodness, yeah, you gotta watch that one. That that's an incredible movie. Be- I need to, I best need to watch thing that. that's not funny that I've seen from Adam Sandler by far. What are some other movies that he has done that are not necessarily funny? I think that's the only one, but it's the best. Click wasn't. Click was kind of dark there for a little bit. It was funny. It but... had some moral themes to it, yeah, but it was still. Was I, Morgan I'm a Freeman fan of Click. in that one too, or no? That was Christopher. No, it was Christopher Walken. Walken. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Walken killed it there. He was a little hey, creepy. You want to hear my uh, limited fake Christopher Walken? Yeah, give me the, give me your Walken. Okay. Ask uh, ask me what my favorite band is. Hey Quinn, what's your or no. hey Chris, uh, what's your what's your favorite band? Foo Fighters. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah, that's all. Uh, that's I can pretty do. good. I thought that was pretty good. That it? Yeah, that's that's pretty good. But that's all I can do. Uh, I like Christopher Walken, and I love his voice. Uh, one thing, the, I think the very first thing I saw him in was my parents were watching. Saturday Night Live whenever I was young and mm-hmm. they he's in a, a skit I don't know if you've ever seen it where he is he is like this lives in this penthouse and he's this very sophisticated yet not sophisticated like bachelor I guess and he's always saying like uh, you want some champagne you know like you know he he, he just keeps he saying puts a little champagne yeah 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 it's pretty funny but I, I, like I, I don't guess I've seen it 
you don't have to watch it. It's not one of those things where like you have to go see it. Right. I probably won't. I what whenever I just said that and I said like. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the word like is the most used word in the English language on a daily basis? Yes, you've got that uh, valley girl kind of thing that crept into like there it is. Right uh, there. It it crept it crept into language across the board across the country uh and now everybody uses it and it's it's there i almost did it again uh it's that verbal crutch that you were talking about you said Mm -hmm. yours is but but i think everybody uses the verbal crutch of like like and i don't i don't remember where it came from can you think of how you started to say it because it has to be Someone else used it in a story. I feel like most of the time, I just said it there, yeah. it comes up whenever you're telling a story. So, yeah. and Or whenever you're about to say that you said something to someone else, right? Yeah. So I would, I would t- tell a story and I'd say, oh, yeah, so I walked up to him and I was like, hey. Yeah. yeah. Instead, it's, a repl- it's almost a replacement for... Uh, I said. I said, yeah. But instead, people say, and I was like, Hey, uh, give me back my five dollars. And then they were yeah. like, "No, I'm not giving you five dollars." Yeah. And then you were like, "Hey, yeah." Just it just whenever people say it too often, it you can notice me up it. A wall. Yeah, and I don't know if you're supposed to tell them, "Hey, you are using the word like a lot." Yeah, yeah, not not like a lot, but you are using the word like. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Yes. Is a lot... I don't think a lot is one word. I think it's two words. It's, it's a lot. It's two words. It's a lot, yeah. But like that's a another, lot. Like a, a parking lot, but without the that's parking That's another lot. thing that we uh, we just kind of say. That would be an interesting topic. Maybe as we stumble through this topicless episode, we can find some other mm. topics. Uh, oh, yeah. So how about, how about I, I'll go ahead and write it down here in our folder, verbal crutches. The only problem with that is people will, will say, what What does that mean? And then they might not listen to it. Don't you think, if, if we ever put out, even with this one, people might say the topicless episode, well, I don't know what that means, I'm just not going to listen to it. Right. Yeah, I think, I mean, it, you got to tag something along there with it. It's topicless, but this is what we talked about. It's hard to get people to tune in whenever it's not something that is familiar. And that's why we mm-hmm. have often jumped onto the bandwagon with such topics as Baby Yoda, Tiger mm-hmm. King. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we just recently talked about something? Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, things that things that someone might search for in Apple Podcasts or Spotify and then our episode would come up and then they would listen to it. I mean, I, that's not just us. That's with everybody, right? I mean, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, the the podcast around, it's all on current events because it's all got to be something that's relatable, uh, which makes it tough because, you know, sometimes as somebody who's putting content out there like ourselves, uh, you, sometimes you just want to talk about whatever you want to talk about, and I'm not really concerned with whatever's going on on that side of the world or whatever's going on on down on Shakedown Street or whatever. Shakedown Street, good reference. Mm. I 
listened to an interview one time with Jimmy Kimmel, and he, it's it's such a strange story, and I and I, I feel like it happens a lot whenever people get to where they were going. So I'm sure Jimmy Kimmel wanted to be some sort of comedian or or talk show host whenever he was younger. Yeah. And then he got there, and he was mm-hmm. talking about how everything that he does that he produces as soon as it's put out like that's as good as it is it's almost Mm -hmm. like the expiration date for the late night talk shows are right there because they're based around current events and so they're really good for people that listen to it right then and there that day Mm -hmm. but if you know you can't really whenever you for example if you tune in to the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and you realize mm-hmm. that it's an episode from like four months ago, you probably turn it off, right? Yeah, uh, at times. The I will say there are. I think the reason you do that job is because you do have the nights and the interviews with people. Like I just saw something pop up on Facebook the other day, and it was uh, Dean Martin was on with Johnny Carson. Like yeah. old late night, and I watched. I think that interview was probably eight minutes long. And I watched, I sit and watched every bit of that video uh, that that scrolled through my feed on Facebook because it was hilarious. I, I was hooked within the first thirty seconds, and there was no getting away from watching that entire video. Yeah, I I, I definitely hear that because mm-hmm. interviews. I'll sometimes go back and watch an interview with someone that maybe I just saw in a movie, and then they I oh they were on, uh you know, O'Brien Conan O'Brien's show a month ago. Mm-hmm. So. That is true, but he, Jimmy Kimmel was just talking about how he felt like it was just a never-ending process, and he sometimes struggled to remember like what they did last week, which yeah. I guess is, is something that everyone could probably say. If I asked you, DJ, hey, well, yeah. what, what did you do three, three days ago, you might not be able to answer that question. Makes me, think of, makes me think of something I watched on Netflix. Oh, gosh. Let me see if I can find this. Um it's a story about a guy who lives in Los Angeles, and he, I, I guess I'll go ahead and spoil this, unless you, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil this. So he lives in Los Angeles, right? And he goes to work one morning, and all of a sudden, these police cars surround him, and he gets arrested, and they tell him that he's arrested for the murder of blah, blah, blah. And this guy's like, I, what, what are you talking about? I, I didn't murder anyone. Yeah. And they're they're interrogating him, and they're like, hey, you know, you did this. You murdered this person. And he's like, no, I didn't. And then they were like, well, where were you on this day? And he's like, I, I don't know. You would you would be shaken up if that happened to you. Yeah. No, I can't tell you where I was three months ago. So it turns out that the night of the murder there was a Dodgers game and he ended up attending that Dodgers game. So he finds the ticket stubs because he, and originally this, there's this whole story where he wasn't supposed to go, but then he bought the tickets for like his mom for a mother's day gift, uh, air mm-hmm. quotations around mother's day gift because she didn't want to go. But then he's, mm-hmm. he, but he was like, well, I have these tickets. So I'll go to the game. So he, he buys these tickets, goes to the game. And so his lawyer, while he's, while he's still, you know, being held, in, in prison, his lawyer is is saying, okay, we just have to figure out how we can kind of timestamp you at Dodger Stadium whenever this crime occurred. 
Right. So he goes and looks through all of the fan cam footage, and he knows where he's supposed to be looking because he has the seat numbers and things like that. And so the Dodgers give him, uh, you know, their their footage of that game, and the guy, the lawyer, finds a picture, and he takes a still shot of this section. But this was a while ago, so the camera quality was not very good. So you could not make out that it was him, even though it was. Mm-hmm. So the lawyer's like, listen, I, I don't know what to do because they're not going to let you out. They say that this isn't proper evidence and it's not going to clear you. And he said, well, I remember something else was filming there. In my section, there were like a lot of cameras. There was this guy that was walking around. And and so the, the lawyer goes back to Dodger Stadium, asked to see their schedule of that game. And it turns out that Larry David was shooting an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm on that day. No and way. You, you, you know how TV shows work. They wouldn't usually ever go shoot like on set. Uh, they, right. would, they would usually stage something to where maybe they have like a section of Dodger Stadium filled up, but there's not yeah. actually a game going. For Curb Your Enthusiasm, an HBO show, which is fantastic, side note, oh, yeah. uh, they went to Dodger Stadium and filmed this. And so... It's it's a crazy story. The lawyer contacts them, and they get footage that they took for the TV show. And there is one scene where Larry David is walking up the the stadium steps, and the the cameraman let the guy that was wanted for murder and his daughter go by. So literally in the show, if you watch that episode, you see a guy and his daughter walk down the stairs as Larry David's walking up them, and then they go into the row. He turns around, you can see his face, and so that ended up getting him, you know, the 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 timestamp, the alibi that he needed to get out of murder. And so Larry David basically got someone off. Uh, of, of murder possibly death row isn't that crazy that's incredible that's incredible that's how lucky can you be i mean how unlucky could you be that you they thought that you did that murder so i guess you needed that luck to turn around i mean you know luck be a lady is luck frank used be to say a lady tonight long shot on netflix that's what it's called interesting i'll have to go so, and check that out yeah it's good i basically just gave the entire plot of it that's the only well, problem yeah. But how crazy is that? And so it, it kind of starts and finishes the documentary with, you know, all those what if questions. What if you wouldn't mm-hmm. have gone? What if, you know, Kirby Enthusiasm wasn't shooting that day? Everything had mm-hmm. to work out to get this guy, you know, free. And it's just a crazy story. I like yeah. documentaries. Do you like watching documentaries? I do. I do like some documentaries. I'm not crazy about the docuseries or whatever the docu-series, heck that is. Yeah. Docuseries, yeah. Wait. No, I'm saying the ones that are documentaries about accusing somebody of doing something. Oh, okay. I think they're I called docuseries. That. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I think. Just, I, I may be wrong on that. I thought you were just mispronouncing docuseries. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I love a good docuseries, uh, and I, I, I love a good documentary. I still haven't seen the one about Tiger Woods on HBO, and I've got to go and figure out how to watch that. So it's really good. It's really well done. It's not, you know how the last dance was with Michael Jordan, and mm-hmm. it was a celebration of everything that he did. This is not the case, and it, it's well, most likely because Tiger Woods was not involved in the production. Michael Jordan basically had a hand in everything that was said or presented right. with the last dance, but it is a really, right. I think it's a pretty factual, raw take of what happened uh, right. throughout Tiger Woods' life, and it there's a little bit of redemption, even though I don't think that's the meaning 
uh, of the story, but it is really good. It seems like Netflix just is always pumping out crime documentaries. Don't you? Hey, have you seen Night Stalker? I did. I I'm watched the, that one. I haven't seen all of it. I started watching it uh, probably about a week ago, but you know, you get you get handcuffed into watching something with somebody, and then you can't finish Isn't it that without the them. Worst? Well, that is the absolute you know, worst. I was flying uh, through a TV series, and then my lovely girlfriend said, hey, yeah. why don't we watch this together? And then if you watch an episode, they're like, whoa, why did yeah. you watch something? I was yeah. already watching it before yeah. you said it. I couldn't watch it at certain times. Well, I will so then say. then I had to watch it whenever we could. It was awful. Right, right. I, I will say that we did start watching it together. I wasn't watching it beforehand. But uh, that you talked about how you had just pretty well gone through the whole plot of that one show that you were just talking about, about the guy in L.A. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes going back and watching stuff and figuring out the details or hearing it from a point of view uh, is really interesting. My dad just, I had said something about the Night Stalker, and he's like, oh, yeah, Richard Ramirez, whatever. And he said, uh, uh, he goes, yeah, pretty well no. I remember when that happened, whatever. Well, he ended up going and watching it, and he came back later, and he said, man, that documentary was incredible. That was really, really good. He goes, just the way that they did that, it was really well done. Because he saw it on the news and stuff, I'm sure. Right, yeah. That's, that's, so yeah, I think that's to, interesting. to hear it from the, the detective's uh, perspective, and I guess you get some more detail and insight on how everything was happening. Uh, Night Stalker it, is really good. It was really, it was a little graphic, I would say, but it was, it was still well, an interesting story. Yeah, it was story. like a real life Tarantino movie. That's true. Um, have you ever seen? I think it's documentary now, and mm -mm. it's uh, Bill Hader and Fred Armisen, the comedians. No, oh, uh, I love former, Bill Hader. Former, former SNL castmates. It's on IFC, I think. I'm not entirely sure what that acronym oh. for the TV uh, station is, but they do. They basically just mimic or parody popular documentaries and they do they do a really good job it's really hmm. funny some of them some of them are just so on point right they're so accurate and representative of the actual documentary that they're doing that you wouldn't be able to tell that it's a parody because mm -hmm. not all of it's really that funny but right. you're just watching it and and you're like gosh this is this is crazy that these two guys are doing it i would recommend yeah. it. i think it i think it like was a, on netflix or something i don't know like a mockumentary it's not, it's not like Pop Star with Andy Samberg as far as a oh, mockumentary. Okay. It is a, it, they are. I think they could legitimately stand alone as documentaries. Um, the 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 two episodes that I remember, there was a two parter at the end. I think of season one or two, and it was a documentary on a fake band that they had, and it was called the Blue Jean Committee. And really, uh, Fred Armisen and Bill Hader are like you know they play these two guys in a band called the Blue Jean Committee. They have an album. You can look it up on Apple Music or Spotify. I'm sure it'll pull up, and you type in Blue Jean Committee. There are actually, there is wow. one song. There's one song called Gentle and Soft. And I will still, I watched this, I don't know how long ago. I will still, to this day, like, I, you know, I play a lot of golf. I will kind of sing that song to myself as I'm warming up. Because really? it's, the, the song goes, gentle and soft and it's like and then it goes smooth and easy and so it's really good for a golf swing right gentle right, and soft yeah. smooth yes. and easy check it out type Makes in sense. blue jean committee yeah I i'm gonna dj we're at our time uh looks like 
Yeah, so. I don't know what the percentage is on today because it's tough. Knows? Usually, we usually we're covering one thing and we can give right. a percentage. <clears throat> this might be I, zero. It might be zero. I think 0%. we covered about forty percent of about five different things. So we covered sixty percent of maybe ten percent of everything. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So for people that like to kind of have a rounded number and for things to kind of come to a close, that's your numbers for the day as far as mm-hmm. this podcast. The topicless episode. Maybe this will be a reoccurring episode. We have a couple of those. I kind of liked it. It's it relaxing. Bad. Yeah, it wasn't as as uh, structured. So, of course, yeah. it's going to be a little bit more relaxed. But yeah, that's it. Any closing statements for the topicless episode? No. Stay warm. God bless. Okay. Very uh, inspiring words from DJ Pig. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And that's all you need to know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.